This is the Solutions for Turf podcast, sharing the turfgrass industry success stories of the innovative technologies and customized solutions presented by AquaAid Solutions. Hello, everyone. Sam Green from AquaAid Solutions. Welcome to our Guys on Grass podcast. Today, we are glad to have Trevor Hunter from Ontario Seed Company uh, with us. Uh, Ontario Seed Company has been a long-standing partner with AquaAid Solutions covering the Ontario area of Canada, and Trevor's been a vital person in that uh, aspect and in, in the agronomic programs that we're involved with up in that area. So, uh, Trevor, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I understand your your weather up there uh, this winter has been a little bit unusual. Uh, you've been abnormally warm up to today, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Hello, Sam. Um, yeah, it's good to uh, good to to talk to you today. And uh, we're just. Uh, it doesn't seem like we've had winter. We've gone from from winter to twenty some odd degrees in southern Ontario over the past week. And I guess uh, we even have golf courses open. And we were thankful uh, actually that uh, we got some rain. So it seems like we've skipped by spring uh, uh, this week, uh, going uh, from. From pretty cold February to a what seems to be a warm March, so we're ready to golf here. Yeah, and that's definitely good, especially with uh, last year this time, of course, COVID and and shut down, not knowing where we're going, and a year later we're a little early, so that's a good thing. Also, I mean, you know, last year you uh, the turf managers in that area obviously dealt with a pretty good drought there to start with. And then, you know, did you really get caught up in the fall? No, we we didn't. Um, believe it or not, we we had an extended season, and it was unusually dry um, going into the fall uh, last year. Um, in many of the golf courses, were open into late November, uh, where we had you know a lot of sun and good days, and it was great for you know for 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 people that were playing golf, but, uh, you know, very difficult, uh, uh, obviously for recovery and things like that for, for turf going in. And then with the winter that we had this year was, you know, it was a good winter for maybe some activities and that outside. We didn't get the snowfall that we, we usually do. And, uh, um, you know, in sectors of Ontario and Southern Ontario and courses of, like I just said before, opened this week and, uh, and it's, it's unusually dry. So we kind of ended the year, um, from a moisture standpoint, uh, and started the same way. Yeah. For this year. So Trevor, you know, we use your analogy all the time of the slinky and, uh, people that have listened to the podcast before or my presentations, or, or you talk about the importance of making sure that we get these surfactant applications out early. Uh, it seems to me that this year is going to be even probably more vital for that thought process. So let's kind of start off and revisit that piece with the, you know, the slinky and where you are in your season now and and how we're going to get these applications out here within the next couple of weeks. Well, yes, Sam. Uh, It's interesting because uh, I haven't seen too many years where we've had to struggle to get water on, um, you know, on greens and things. So a lot of courses this uh, past week have, you know, we don't have irrigation systems up and running just yet. So we've had to be creative and uh, just to try to give some greens and that some water because they were actually footprinting in that. And, and so it's, you never like to start the year 
you know, really drive and, and we were we were that way this week where the when the temperatures get inflated the turf is all of a sudden starting to show signs of of needing some irrigation and uh and we didn't have that. So so that being said, uh, uh overnight uh in, in most of the region we were thankful to get some rainfall but uh talking about the slinky we know, you know, with turf is that we wanna be, you know, a little bit more uh, reactive to starting wetting agents before we get into a lot of wet dry cycles so you know we might be a little bit sooner to apply first applications this season than we were in previous years to get them set up into the soil and uh, that's a good discussion I guess you know for us to have is uh, is the implementation of uh, hitting those soils with uh, those first uh, application starting programs while that slinky's pulled apart and we can get some good uh, uniformity in that profile for those surfactants so we don't have to be doing as much irrigation in the next little bit and rely on rainfall and get good uh, you know good good uh, um, impact of rains that we are going to get this spring because uh, they might be few and far between. Yeah and that's interesting because um, you know one of the things you and I have talked about before I want you to expand on is you know really if if the turf managers can get that application of surfactant out and down into that soil profile then actually it allows them to be able to accept the dry down period a little bit better because i guess in the back of their mind they know they can get it re-wet correct yeah that's a great point uh, sam uh something that we don't really talk enough about is that you know when a lot of times we don't really initiate a discussion on why we start early and 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 it's it's twofold is the more the turf goes through those wet dry cycles we 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 know even just with, with research and data that that's how the water repellency starts and you start to get um um you know not great uniformity of of your your inputs but also is if when you can get that wetting agent when the slinky's pulled apart you're able to get great uniformity because right now soils are uniformly moist from winter and and that and it's, it's they're going to go through tightening up and and it's going to be hard to get the surfactant set up depth in the profile so if we can do it early it'll really eliminate you know the recovery applications later but also allow us to re-wet and and when we when we want to dry them down for performance we can we can re-wet them again because we'll have chemistry in the soil so a lot of times there maybe we don't talk enough about it's the early applications that really give you control later on in the season you when you're trying to really push performance and push dry down for tournaments and different events but also i think over the course of the season you're going to use less ounces and and we've been able to show that uh you know with with data and even some of the data that you guys have done um with the overall amount of ounces you're going to use with surfactants in a program for the season yeah definitely getting out early getting the application down and then the interesting piece from up there in that part of the world, um, in OSC in terms of all their all their customer base have had great success with utilizing um, you know initial rates down at the high end to get stuff charged like we discussed. And then really your thought process up there in that part of the world and sun angles is really mitigating the top part of that soil profile as you get through the season correct so you are able to use lower rates um you know more a little bit more frequently but kind of recharging the top 
to talk to me a little bit about the the thought processes there. Yeah, our um, yeah the initial load application is really about getting uh, the chemistry set up through larger parts of the profile. But I believe you know with with your chemistries with the branch. Um, the degradation of those products at depths with, you know, they're just, they're slow where in the rise of fear, if we can really keep dialing in maybe small amounts of, of, of chemistry, you know, it gives us good control over that, that top one inch. And, and, but at the same time is you've got other applications going out through the season. So, so golf, you know, turf managers are, are looking at applying maybe nutrient or, 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 or different things in tank mixes and, and you, increase the efficacy of those tank mixes as well with the low rates of the wetting agent and it's just you know it's a performance base and you can tighten the intervals but you really set yourself up you know with that first app on on, you know whether it be greens tees or fairways but it allows you to react then too is you know a lot of times we think about the wetting agent for just holding water but it also helps you with the dry down because you know when you get the chemistry set up really really early um, it, it allows even when you do get rainfall, it allows it to kind of infiltrate and get better into the profile. When you get into the season, you know you really you get into that management structure and those tight intervals. Being able to use low rates gives you control around the weather and performance and your other applications. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's easy to add you know a volumetric application later in the season if you've done one early because you're not in a catch up or a trying to uh, recover situation where it's just you're never going to get the same kind of efficiency out of your wetting agent applications when you're reactive. Yeah, and I think one of the things that the turf managers up there learned last year, it wasn't just, you know, that sales pitch about you don't want to get behind, but some people did get behind in that drought pattern, and they did realize the difficulty in making up uh, once they were, you know, once you're behind the eight ball, it's very hard to make up, particularly with that stretch of the drought and drier conditions you experienced last year. That's that's a really good point too, Sam. Is um, I do have you know a lot of uh, turf managers that really rely on the first application, and I'm thinking for fairways here, and they they only do one, and it's incredible because when we think about our weather here, is it's it's really now like March, April, May, June, like we have no relative humidity. So the ETs are really high. So if you don't get rainfall, the longer the days start to get, you know, the more you're taxed with being able to replace what you've lost. So we're really gearing up for June, which is the longest days of the year here. So these early applications and um, they really give you the efficacy where you're building strength with the turf and you've got, you know, you know, good energy and, and good use of water and the plants, you don't want them to go under stress early in the season because we've got to get through that real June long days of the year period. Then when we get into July and August, we, we're not losing as, as much because we do have humidity. We get kind of almost like a Florida-like weather as far as can be very, the humidex can be very, very high. So we're able to replace a little bit more at night, uh, from our ET losses and so it's I think that the early application is is the the biggest application for this market yeah excellent you know the one of the things I've been really envious of of how the team there at OSC you work with your end users and you know 
you allow your end user he or she to have somewhat of a program and then your the the team there works with them in order to implement in the different products into their programs and you know one of the things that we've seen success with out of the Penn State study um, and then you know even two years ago prior to COVID we, we'd started the study there at GTI utilizing the uh, turf power product in with the wedding agent program and um, really for two years you guys have, and girls up there have been able to put that uh, program out and you got some really good anecdotal evidence in your market up there last year you know, with the drier conditions uh, that kind of backs up that Penn State research. Uh, hopefully here, once we get through this COVID issue, we can kind of get back on what was going at GTI also. But, you know, the combination of turf power and, and the ores of the PBS really showed people that they had a way to um, save and be a lot more efficient in their agronomic programs with their fertility and water inputs. Could kind of go through with us on your programs up there and, and how that anecdotal evidence came through, you know, as we got into the end of last year. Uh, yes, Sam, that's been uh, actually the research that was done at Penn State with the, with, you know, with the turf power and, and the surfactants. I, I really thought that that was very beneficial for us because we, we had some anecdotal evidence, but it's really great when you can get some university data and it supports what you're seeing in the field. And that combination has been twofold. Is we, we have a lot of uh, a lot of courses that have implemented the turf power and, and wedding agent program into their their programs, and I, I think the biggest thing that we see from that has been the water savings. Is you know I have courses that are going to get into their fourth year of of using the the those combinations. And the comments I'm always getting is I'm doing less hand watering and I don't have people here till five o'clock at night. And, uh, you know, I, the stress areas that I had in the past, they're, they're drastically reduced. And especially on a year like last year where you, know, you would think that you'd be going out and doing a lot more hand watering there. They were commenting that I just made it through a year like that. Where in the past, you know, we, we had, we would show more signs of stress and we'd have a lot more people on hoses. And the Penn State research really, you know, really um, validated the, you know, the less water and 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 the better better rewetting and and I just think that, um, you know, I think that that turf has just become a lot less or more stress resistant with uh, as far as being able to withstand those extremes. So and then you can take that a step further too is we have seen just the the nutritional decreases were we're not in i guess maybe recovery applications or adding more in uh, um in in different areas as far as keeping that turf uh, at a healthy standpoint or playing catch up with with the hills and valleys of the season so uh, to to summarize it i just uh, i i really see you know two or three years into that where you can see a difference as far as uh, especially hand watering that's the biggest thing for us on greens is that we just don't have as much recovery hand watering for stress spots with these programs and I think a, a big piece of anecdotal evidence came back too is you know because of uh, budget concerns and some other you know COVID issues that were occurring last year you had a couple people that 
kind of gone away from the turf power and I think they realized that it was beneficial in the program and they've kind of come back to it. You know, I, I think the the Penn State research from the water savings piece what was big. It kind of opened up everyone's eyes to uh, obviously that healthier root mass, healthier plant, more efficiency piece. I also think, you know, the UT research we did uh, through Broslin and the phenotype uh, group you know, where we looked at it with the Hoagland's mixture, which was just the, the standard fertility program. And then we looked at it from the Hoagland's mixture with the turf power added to it. And I mean, the increase that we saw in that root mass was, was, uh, you know, eye opening, I think to everyone to show the efficiency level there. So not only water, uh, and the Penn state piece, but also I think the university of Tennessee piece showing that the, the uh, efficiency there with through the fertility program of being able to produce, you know, a stronger plant. Um, so we're looking forward to how all that plays out this year. And again, hopefully, um, you know, we get through COVID here, we can kind of get back to doing some things there at GTI because, you know, really, Trevor, if you look at the University of Tennessee piece, you know, your thought process when we originally started the GTI study was because of kind of the virgin sands that were there and virgin soils of it being new and not treated and being able to see a benefit you know really if you look at the university of tennessee piece and where we grew that in that styrofoam substrate i mean heck we we started with basically nothing uh living or breathing in that styrofoam and we were able to build those populations so it'll be kind of neat to see that 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 if we can see similar things there with the GTI piece also. Yeah, I think so. And I think you know, that's a good point too, Sam, because I mean, initially with uh, the first year of the GTI, those, those were the, the plots that were, you know, they were, they were making some significant increases as far as the synergy with the, the wetting agent when we had the combination in those trials. So continuing that will, will really need, we need to see if it follows the same model as the Penn State research and uh, you know I wanted to get back to to before as I you know I it's really nice sometimes when you do see someone maybe go away from something and then come back because you know it gives some validation too that there was an impact there and there's so many inputs you have in a program now and the, the big thing is we've when we've gotten into you know a product like turf power is that you know adding it into a program it makes a it makes a big impact maybe not immediately in that phenotype research showed that is that those sorts of inputs take a little time to 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 be impactful in a program but then you start to really see some some unique things and i think a lot of times we focus too much on on root mass or or on on root length other than root mass and uh, you know when you have you know good root mass you just have better use of that whole soil profile and i think that's why maybe you can at times have a little bit more more dry down but you have more surface area to grab available water and so the recovery is uh is a lot quicker or you just don't see the stress the same but for whatever reason we we've really seen the 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 impact that it has on hydration and uh and and the less stress and and the less need for what we call recovery water and that and that's a great point trevor about the getting on the program and sticking with it because everywhere the Penn State piece and the University of Tennessee piece, you know, and we've seen it all the way back when we first kind of got started. We'd 
Jeff Corcoran and I had done another podcast, you know, 10 days ago, talking about there at the beginning, you know, the big piece, and you're, you're correct, is you know, making sure they get on the program and stay on it. Uh, because it does take, you know, 65, 70 plus days in order to get everything going. Uh, you know, so many times in today's world, everybody's kind of looking for that, you know, miracle in a jug approach. And, uh, you know, these things take time in order to build the overall soil health. So th- that's a great point there. Uh, <clears throat> Trevor, we certainly appreciate your time today. Um, we hope to be able to do uh, some more of these as we get through the next couple of weeks and get into your season up there. And then, you know, let's all hope that as we get towards the end of summer, they, they get the border back open and we, we can all see each other uh, in person as we uh, get through this COVID piece. So we, we appreciate your time. Thank you, Sam. And yeah, we, we hope to have you back up here in, in Canada where we can get out and about and uh, and see some of the, our, our, our customers and uh, the superintendents. And let's hope for a good start to the season here. And I think the golf courses are going to be very busy. There's a lot of people itching to get back to play. Yeah, excellent. Thank you so much, Trevor. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today, everyone. Now back to work because break time is over. 